Okay, so why do black children need an Afrocentric curriculum? And that's whether they're following that strictly or alongside, um, I'll call it a Eurocentric curriculum, like the national curriculum. Um, so you've decided that you want to home educate or you're strongly considering it. Well, at least I think that because that's the nature of this video. But first you wanna know what is the best way to go about educating your black child at home? And I think it's great that you understand that the needs of an African child are different to that of any other. And if we're gonna raise well-rounded, confident, intelligent, thoughtful and mentally stable future leaders in this society, we're gonna need to go that extra mile. We're gonna need to do so by providing them with an African-centered curriculum tailored to them. Or at the very least, again, incorporate elements of Afrocentric study into their homeschool schedule or alongside the national curriculum they follow. One thing that's important to note is that one size never fits all. So that's why the education system as we know it is failing so many. Um, and there's, there are ones that get through, but it's like, what about all the others that don't get through? So one size never fits all. And it's important to note that there's no one way of educating. Therefore, there is no right or wrong way of educating. And you must choose what is best for your child and their learning style. And in another video, I'll talk a bit more about learning styles and how to discover your child's learning style as well as your educating style and how we can adapt to suit our child. But in most cases, you can find multiple curriculums, methods and styles, and then you can customize them so they complement each other. In fact, most black parents that find their way into homeschooling, they find that this works best when they combine different styles like the Charlotte Mason method with the Waldorf style and you know, they merge it and they find good things in it that works for them. So whether you're doing that or you're sticking to the national curriculum, you can just choose to follow a curriculum and neglect the things that you deem irrelevant and then just try to include as much, you know, African history or black history um, in as many things as possible. And I've done a post about how you can actually incorporate black history and African studies into pretty much every subject. There's no reason you can't do that. We are a timeless people. There is always going to be a way to, to incorporate um, our existence on this planet into the sciences, the maths. You know, we've done that. We've been there. Um, the beauty is you are fully within your rights to construct your own curriculum as you see fit according to your child's needs. And there are a number of black organizations that have been working hard for years to accommodate such. And I've got a list I'm gonna go through and I'm sure that you'll find one or two or three <laughs> or four that will fit whichever approach you take. And I say one or two or three because I've not found one that does everything. I think 
I'll go through the list anyway, but I think that there is always room for better, for more, for improvement and for more. And um, that's why I've also provided a list of supplementary, supplemental packs and things like that. So there are people in on teachers, I think it's teachers pay teachers, um, that have different, you know, their speciality, they've created um, mini curriculums and lesson plans and stuff. So you can include that and you can really structure your own curriculum based on those things. So um, an African proverb, um, a Ugandan African proverb is, if you think education is expensive, try ignorance. <laughs> That's one of my favorite. But okay, so reconstructing the national curriculum. You can always take something and ameliorate it. And I truly believe that. So I don't think that the national curriculum is all bad. I don't think we need to throw it all away, but there are ways we can construct our own curriculum or adapt a current one to suit our needs. So you can use it as a structure. And if you see your child is either below or above that, you can kind of tailor, you know what's to come next. And then you just tailor it to suit, again, your child's learning style. Um, you can take out the unnecessary things. You can replace that with something that is, you know, more of a life skill financial literacy, something I always, something I champion a lot. So yeah, if your primary focus for your black child is to thrive in the West, but still retain a sense of self and be an asset to their community and future generations, then simply striving for more black representation is not gonna do it. It's not gonna cut it. And that's what I see a lot with regards to decolonizing the national curriculum and really trying to add more black faces into it, that's not gonna be enough. So you really need to improve the quality, the overall quality of the education that we afford our black children. And the way we do that is by introducing an African-centered, Afrocentric curriculum alongside that British national curriculum, if that's the route that you are taking. Um, so the national curriculum, I speak about the national curriculum a lot because obviously, I'm in the UK. I talk with a lot of mums who are in the UK and that is kind of our basis. That's kind of what we know. Um, but it's pretty much any, whatever curriculum you're, you follow. So whichever state, if you're in America, whichever, whatever curriculum it is for you, it's kind of assessing that and seeing what's good because it has been constructed over many years, but then it's important to understand um, the reason behind its structure and who it actually serves. Uh, so I won't get too much into that, but yeah, like I said before, it's gonna have its benefits um, in that it's tailored towards that society that you are a part of, and it is also tailored towards obtaining these globally recognized academic certifications, which we know. So if, if your child's aims or if your aims are still for your child to go through um, through higher education, get that degree, you know, get those recognized qualifications then, and then, and still retain a sense of self, then you would, you would essentially be following your standard curriculum and then kind of tailoring it towards the black child, which is making it more Af Afrocentric, but not depriving them of things they would have learned to allow them to get those certifications. Again, that's only if those things are important to you. If that's the route that you're going down, Obviously, you don't want to limit your child in that way, so completely understandable. But, um, so yeah, it's great for what it does. It serves its purpose, which is to create 
members of the society that it originates from, but it is in no way, shape or form empowering to black children. What we know is history is the premise of any curriculum. It shows how everything came to be and how we can improve going forward. So when the national curriculum does come in contact with black history, it mostly touches on black history's negatives, where blacks were plagued by slavery, colonialism, and then the poverty that followed afterwards. And while that is a part of our history, it's not all of it and it fails to acknowledge the achievements of us before coming in contact with those, <laughs> those members of society. Um, the achievements of blacks in Africa, in the UK, in the US, you know, before the European expansion of power and territory. So I think it's important to really understand what the curriculum that your child would follow at school covers and what it serves and what it doesn't cover and what it doesn't serve or who it doesn't serve. So black children are thereby subjected to years of learning the history of another culture. They end up envying it um, and then they ultimately find their role in improving it. So improving their the, the, that culture and not their own. And um, so yeah, omit invite all details about the black race it completely denies black children the right to dream for their own race, to strive to improve their own race, you know, to improve their own community. I won't keep saying race, I'll say to improve their own community. Um, and they would rather disassociate from it a lot of the time. So what you find is that disconnect, the further up they move in education, typically they disconnect from it because they've not been taught to love it, to appreciate it, and they've only really been shown you know, in comparison to the dominant society, they've only really been shown um, how less than it is. So it's not something to be proud of. You want to emulate the dominant society. You don't see any beauty in your own, so they discard it. And um, we teach them, when we do that, we teach them to learn from the white man and only aim to be as good as him to never strive for bigger or better, just to be as good as, because a lot of the time you hear people quote things like the first, second generation in the UK and stuff like that, they would say, um, my mum, my dad always told me I had to be twice as good or thrice as good to be equal. So that mindset has always been um, put on children, put on black children. So do better to be as good as. So it was never about being better or outshining. It was about being as good as. And in this sense, this curriculum in its entirety is just not fit for the black child because that's what it teaches them. And certainly it shouldn't be the only curriculum that one follows because it doesn't empower a black child without sending coded messages of inferiority and inequality. It's that simple. So what, what are the future benefits of, of an Afrocentric curriculum or African-centered curriculum? An Afrocentric curriculum will do its best to instill and preserve knowledge and pride in the black child. And that will lead to better development of the black community. And this needs to be introduced to our children from a young age, from a very young age. And that's why um, I found writing the book, Let's Celebrate Kwanzaa to be the perfect way to introduce that concept because the seven principles of Kwanzaa, these are very important principles for black children, well, for all people, but for black children to carry throughout life. And they are something that 
can be introduced very early and if introduced early um, those concepts those principles they will stand so um, yeah I think it's really important to be able to teach them that very early and also it's important to note because I know a lot of people are are scared of blackness <laughs> so it's important to note that teaching black children black history it doesn't destroy or attempt to diminish western or european history um, but what it will change or challenge is the mistold stories um, because we now know growing up and having access to information we now know that a lot of the things we were taught were not truth that's why they have the term his story um, in history um, so I think it's important to start teaching our children our story so these this correction just seeks to balance history and increase self-esteem because you know you've got the lion side of the story and the hunter side of the story so when we seek to teach truth we seek to balance history um, or yeah, balance the story and increase the self-esteem, self-love, you know, appreciation of culture in black children. And that's what that's why you find the reason black children seek to emulate other cultures or are so excited when other cultures claim our culture, um, because they already deem it unworthy or primitive. Um, and also a lot of people find it sad to teach or to even follow because we're starting from a place of oppression. We're teaching from a place of oppression um, when we begin with slavery and present day. <laughs> so yeah, um, black children have, have grown up reading about and watching movies about racism. Um, I, I know I certainly grew up, one of the first things I remember that taught me about race or racial issues or racism was roots and although i loved roots and i loved watching it that's not the best thing to um that's not the best thing to be your first you know your first recognition of of race and racial issues and just slavery it's like it's a slap in the face you're just living and then <laughs> bam you watch this movie and you're like oh okay so that's why this is the case and your immature brain is making connections without context and I think that's a very dangerous thing and it wasn't just me watching that at home for the first time because for a lot of children I remember in secondary school I think it was year seven actually for a lot of children the first time they'd seen Roots was in class it was in a science lesson um it was obviously in black history month and that was the first thing they put on and the last thing I remember so in that whole month of black history for the first time in big school, the first thing and the last thing I remember in my whole time at secondary school um, with regards to black history was roots, slavery. So yeah, as years go by and certain injustices start happening to them, um, they've already learned to expect it, to expect it from society and to react in anger and self-hate. So in order to change this, we have to empower black children through systems that benefit them because they're used to being completely the opposite through systems that don't benefit them. And this is not to feel superior or even equal to, or even less than in comparison to any ethnicity because that's not what it's about. 
It's like when you say black lives matter and then somebody says all lives matter. Not that I agree with that statement or movement. It's just the fact that the focus is this thing. It doesn't take away from anything else. It's just not about you. <laughs> so again, it's not about feeling superior, equal to or less than in comparison to any ethnicity. It's not about any ethnicity. It's about black children, the black community, black culture, black economic empowerment. That's just what it's about for us. That's what's important to us or should be important to us and therefore should be important to our children um, or for, important for our children to learn. And um, this is all to prepare them to surpass any limitations, to surpass any limitations that have been set on them, whether that's from school, from society, you know, to surpass any limitations set on them and to become global competitors. Global competitors. One more time. Global competitors. So again, not in comparison to any ethnicity, but to be global competitors within themselves. To not be striving to be as good as this person or that person because that person is only as good as that person is or that society or that culture. And if we're const constantly trying to live up to another person's level or limit, where there's no way we can be truly living up to our own potential. So for the black child, that means surpassing any limitations that have been set on them throughout society, even in their own home, which is why, again, learning styles, parenting styles, all of those things need to come into it, breaking generational curses, looking at parenting styles that have been put on us, that, you know, traits that we might have that we don't necessarily desire or want to impact our children. It takes a lot. So, um, yeah, so for this though, surpassing any limitations, um, becoming global competitors and bearing knowledge of self, bearing knowledge of self, inner peace, understanding, overstanding, however you want to see it. So introducing an African-centered centered curriculum or Afrocentric curriculum will teach black children the importance of taking agency in fixing society. It's that simple. Instead of being reactive or passive to any goings on, it's about being active in fixing, being the one to fix instead of asking. And um, when this concept is instilled at a young age, it eradicates all of the outcomes that we see today. All of this whole, this gender rivalry between black men and black women, driven by anger, self-loathing, angry at a system and taking it out on each other. You know, those issues that we have within society, the, um, you know, what's going on with young black men, young black boys, all of these things with this inner stand, inner stand, inner peace and understanding and, you know, knowledge of self, those things start to become less prevalent. Or I would think that those things start to become less prevalent. Um, after slavery and colonialism, black people in Africa and across the diaspora had their identities distorted and their cultures discarded to further the European power agenda. As we know, we, we lost languages, names, spirituality, everything just stripped. And, um, and I feel like um, taking on an Afrocentric curriculum and really understanding that connection is a step towards regaining that. And that's just regaining our power in general. So implementing an African-centered curriculum. So I've listed 
a bunch of African centered curriculums. I'll put the posts in the description. I won't be able to list them all in the actual description because on the post I've actually broken down what they do, the ages, all, the, all of those things. And like I said, the supplementary um, curriculum, side curriculums and lesson plans and all of that stuff. I couldn't all put that in the description. So it is all in the post as well as pretty much everything I've said in this video. It's all in the post and um yeah so what you're looking for in a good african-centered curriculum is one that sets out to create a framework to restructure the black cultures and identities so understanding you know that where we've gone wrong and seeking to assess that and change that or rearrange that and um in doing so it will impart vital knowledge about the best values morals, practices, all of these things that black children can adopt in their daily life. So it's not just about completing a lesson and being done with it. It's about changing the fabric of what we deem black culture. You know, changing the fabric of um, how the child sees themselves um, and kind of preparing them for the wider world and not just, again, this limitation in the world as they see it in their mind at present. And with such knowledge, Future generations will have the right and power to control institutions that today, due to lack of knowledge and will, dictate the nature of education and social life. So again, the education is everything. And we have our children going into this programming from five years old until... When do they actually get out of it? I mean, some for some it's a whole... It's a good 15, 16, it's a good 16 years. In some cases more. And that's that's programming from 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 basically from birth to adulthood. That is the complete construction of somebody. And um yeah, so that's my take on why it's important to have an African-centered curriculum, what it does for future communities, future black communities, um, us as a people, you know, it embodies the spirit of pan-Africanism, which I feel is very important for us. And also when you're looking to implement a good African-centered curriculum, it shouldn't just be about black history. It should be more about encompassing values, and skills and information that can better that child's perspective, future, and also the interactions at the social, um, the social interactions that child and other black children have with each other. Um, and um, in turn, the outcome is just gonna be what, we're, what we've always talked about striving for when we talk about unity and all of these things and economic empowerment and um, generational wealth and I feel like we talk about it but we don't really look at the actual solution and the solution isn't there's no quick fix the solution starts from the ground up and that is our black children they are everything and in order to rather than complain about the situation or what's going on with them or you know they're not inspired enough they're not this they're not that rather than continue to complain and not really have solid solutions we need to start looking at what would be a solid solution and accepting the fact that it's not going to change in maybe our generation or you know the next generation but as we well we hope it changes in the next generation but as we work towards and making this something concrete and widespread um 
we can expect that we'll see these changes and real solid changes in a couple of generations so that's it um i'm just gonna um yeah that's that's pretty much it so like i said the post with all the information about um, Afrocentric curriculums and programs and classes, even classes for adults, parenting um, classes for mums and dads, um, unschooling and all of that stuff, and Afrocentric learning supplements. That's all below, as well as a lot more. So definitely go check that out. I've been Ariel Phoenix from www.blackhomeschoolforum.com come and check us out plenty of resources and plenty of information until next time peace